Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. If you would like the ad-free version of this podcast and help support entertainment talk along the way, please simply head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up as a patron, and then sign up under the $1 level tier. This will get you access to all of our podcasts that are ad-free in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. It's a great way to support entertainment talk and to get your ad-free podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link is in the description. Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talk's podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, so it's our last uh, Random Gaming Talk for, for 2017. We'll be back next year, of course. Um, I think in either, I don't know the calendar in front of me, but either like the 8th or the week after, I think. So, something like that. I'll... Um, I'll decide a date when we when we actually go into next year. Um, so we're gonna do our our game of the year. Talk about a little bit, little bits and pieces of news, and sort of talk about like just sort of twenty seventeen in general for for video games kind of thing. So, um, did you want to do your your new stuff? Because I didn't I didn't have anything. So yeah, sure, I can go ahead and get that started. And it's I mean, with this being the end of the year, mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of news, but a couple. Yeah of important things did drop that we can talk about. Uh, first off, uh, they released a video, a uh, released a video showing and talking about uh, Sea of Thieves, their upcoming game, which apparently has like a soft release date of March 20th. Yeah, I think it's like uh, 22nd or something. Yeah, Yeah, something in that. They showed it at the Game Awards. Yeah, it's a 10-minute-long video, so I'm not going to go through all of it. Basically, okay. they describe the mechanics of the game in terms of gameplay. So this is looking more and more like it's going to be some kind of MMO, which you know doesn't really have the greatest record on consoles. Uh, they they try them from time to time. They don't really work. This one I think might have a chance because since it's designed straight up as an MMO, it might you know work a little bit better, but they talk about how you go on voyages, which is their game equivalent of a quest. Mm -hmm. There's factions, and each faction sends you to do something different, like one faction might send you to kill uh, other pirates, one faction might send you to go get uh, um, treasure, and so on and so forth. And basically they just talk about the game mechanics in that level, and they also talk about how there's not really going to be any kind of level uh, lockout to where, you know, if you just start picked up the game but you've got friends that have been playing it for a while, you can still go on voyages together and it's not going to be, like, so overpowered they just stomp your face in. Good, good. 
obviously they didn't get into the specifics of it. They didn't say if you know you're going to get a level boost or if there's going to be going to be any kind of like bonus or penalties for treasure or anything like that. But it's more of a they really seem to be emphasizing the fact that it's you know playing with your friends, which is cool. I can respect that. So. Yeah, definitely. Again, uh, I'm still of the opinion that this game is going to be mostly for like Twitch streamers and Let's Players by the nature of it. But you know, I could be wrong before. I mean, hell, I thought it was ludicrous when uh, Nintendo released their numbers for what they wanted their Switch to sell, and they pretty much got close to it. I think it's something like 10 million worldwide sold already. So yeah, what was that? What was that target? I think it was like 13, okay. and I openly mocked the 13 million. But if they get 10 already. You know, Christmas is still a couple weeks away. It's yeah. not outside the realm that they could hit 13. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nintendo have had a very good year, so I'm happy for them. Uh, and they needed to after what happened with the Wii U, so... Oh, yeah, after the Wii U, they desperately needed a knockout punch, and this is uh, definitely it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's cool about Sea of Thieves. Hopefully it's a, it's a good game. Hopefully it doesn't have any... Uh, Hidden bits and pieces or paywalls or any any rubbish like that that we've seen. So, uh, but it looks like it's on track. So, mm-hmm. cool. All right, what else do you have? Well, if you're a fan and you play Ghost Recon Wildlands, there is a special event that happened this week. Uh, Ubisoft confirmed that they're going to be doing a special Predator event. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, Predator was like the early '80s. Uh, movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and a couple other people, and it was just one of those, what I call a popcorn film. You know, you just sit, you munch on your popcorn, you don't have to think too heavy, kind of, yeah, kind of decompress from the world and switch your brain off for a couple hours. And it's mm-hmm. one of those weird uh, movies that, on the surface, it's really, really terrible movie, but you can still have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen some of them. There's like seven. In the franchise altogether, and I've seen like three or four. So uh, I didn't even know there were seven. I only knew of the the first one and then the official. Know, but that yeah, was the last time I counted. Yeah, but still, it's it's always fun when they do like weird special events like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's the the trailer thing? Oh, it just shows a trailer and it shows people in Ghost uh, Recon world and then all of a sudden predator decloaks out of nowhere and then bad things happen okay so would you be like hunting him or something yeah that'd be cool hmm. so have they got the, the license for that yeah i mean it's an have, old yeah. old movie so all you have to do is i can't imagine the licensing for that would be too difficult to get yeah and like we've talked about several times you know you throw enough money at it and people will do anything <laughs> yeah uh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I haven't really played, uh, I remember playing the beta and thinking it was okay, it's cool, I know it was a beta, so, um, but I'm going to try and play the, the main game at some point. And this, uh, sounds like it's got potential, so we'll we'll see what happens. Did they give any date or anything? Uh, it actually released on the, uh, they announced it on the 13th, and they said within the week, so I imagine it's already probably out in the wild by now. Cool. Alright, well, hopefully, hopefully uh, you guys can go and enjoy that. Uh, what else did you have? Uh, well, for some reason, a Dark Souls card game is out on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steamforge Games is set to release a co-op card game for one to four players and will employ the full concept of the game 
experience of Dark Souls uh, with uh, four bosses included in the box set. Uh, I honestly don't know why this is a thing or how you would equate and replicate the sheer frustration and pain and torture and self-flagellation that you often see Twitch streamers trying to play this game into a card game, but, you know, I don't know, you maybe never it's know. quite difficult or something. Or, like, who knows? Yeah, but you're not, like, mashing buttons to endlessly try to catch up to whatever sequence you missed out on trying yeah. to fight the one boss. And there's no, oops, I accidentally jumped and then fell off a cliff kind of a thing. Hmm. I don't know, maybe Although it'd be those... some, just some sort of leveling thing that they do. Yeah, or that might be a card, you never know. Uh, controller died card. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Or died again or something, I don't know. I, I, I get what you mean, it's going to be weird to see it translated, but I think they can do it right, so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any date for that? Uh, it just says out in the, out, you know, 2018, so I'm assuming first, uh, first quarter. Okay. Cool. Um, does it say what platforms? Or just the usual It's ones? a, it's a card game, so it's like a board game. Oh, right. I thought, I did think you meant like a digital card game for a minute, like a Hearthstone or something. Nope, it's a physical card game. Cool. Alright. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. What else do you have to talk about? Well, probably the, the big news of the week, and the only news that I really found of any kind of interest, is that Star Citizen is being sued. Uh, now, we've talked about this a couple times in the past. Star Citizen has been forever in development after getting more money to fund it through crowd uh, funding than what you would spend on like a low-level sports franchise. Yeah. Uh, but this is actually a serious one because uh, the German game company Crytek is suing the developer of Star Citizen. Specifically, they're suing Cloud Imperium Games on the claim that Star Citizen Studios did not live up to the promises in their contract that they made for using the Crytek engine. According to the complaint filed December 12th, Crytek agreed to a below-market rate for Cloud Imperium to use CryEngine with the agreement that the Cloud Imperium would, uh, game would prominently display the Crytek logo in the game itself. The lawsuit says that Crytek knew that displaying the engine's logo was a critical component to the agreement between the two companies. Uh, and then it goes on for a lot of things. And this is a uh, federal uh, lawsuit. This isn't a state. Uh, the federal requirements is that it involves uh, either interstate or intercountry commerce, which obviously it does because Cloud Imperial Games is based in the U.S. and Crytek is based in Germany. And the damages are over $75,000 U.S., which mm -hmm. they're not specific. They're not listing, at least in the article that I've been able to find, the specific lawsuit, you know, damages amount. But, uh, you know, 75000 is not that hard to come up with. <laughs> um, another element in this lawsuit that Crytek is facing financial difficulties in 2015 uh, after reaching a CryEngine 3 licensing deal with Amazon worth as much as $70 million. So, Star Citizen actually has so far to date crowdfunded $173.5 million. And this is a game that is like four years overdue. Okay. So obviously that brings up the big question is, you know, where is this money going? And that was a 
interesting, not related to, but I was listening to this one podcast talking about how so many of the things, not just video games, but just so many things on crowdfunding uh, websites fail. Not because of any kind of malicious intent or anything like that. It's because most people don't know how to scale. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by scale is, let's say you wanted to crowdfund something. You you got a, a widget that you're making, whatever it is. And you talk to a company that can make it. And you figure out maybe this might catch on, might sell like 300 units. So you talk to the company, yeah, we can make 300 and then whatever. And then so you put your crowdfunding thing out there, and either somebody famous retweets it, or it's something that you know you didn't know was as popular in demand as it was going to be, or for whatever reason, and instead of needing to make 300 units, you need to make 300,000 units. Well, going from scale A to scale B is a really hard. And so most people won't wouldn't be able to do that. The companies they contract with wouldn't be able to do that. And then that's when crowdfundings fail. And I think Star Citizen kind of fell into that category of, you know, if it had just met its goal, barely met its goal, and just done it like that, it would probably be already out by now. But the fact that they're trying to justify all that money that they have and how are they going to spend it and whatnot, yeah. it just... They decide, oh, we'll just add features, add this feature, 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 and then that takes time and money, and then you kind of lost yourself in feature hell. And what do you do with that? So, Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how uh, how this plays out. Did they make, did Crytek make um, Crisis games? Yeah, Crytek I makes I all the Crisis games. Somewhere. Yeah. I remember seeing some gameplay for... Um, Crisis 3 and thinking it was kind of cool. I think it was a Games of Gold at some point, or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Well, well, back in the day, when I say back in the day, like in the you know, 2004, 2005 kind of time, time frame, okay. Crytek was the game that you used to test how good your computer was. <laughs> I mean, that was the game to where you could really punish uh, PCs in terms of, you know, what can this component set up what can this hardware setup actually do and it was known to be utterly merciless in terms of that okay so because that would cry the you know the cry games were basically the standard of you know our our hardware can do this our hardware can do this look how high the settings we can turn crisis 2 or crisis 3 up on now, granted that was a long time ago so mm-hmm Okay, cool. Uh, what else do you have? Really, that's all I had. Like I said, it was a pretty slow news week. I mean, with the the holiday sales and this being the end of the year, and you got Christmas coming up. Uh, news is pretty, you know, thin. Okay. Um, so, what have you been playing in the last uh, week? Uh, not much, really. I mean, I'm still plowing through uh, Lara Croft. I'm pretty close to done, although I don't think I'm like super, super, like all the way there close. I'm kind of getting there. Uh, still been streaming Magic the Gathering, but that's more just because it's an easy thing to stream. Yeah, I can kind of pay attention to this, the chat and all that and uh, go from there. Other than that, really hasn't anything that I've been interested in playing. Okay. Cool. 
so yeah, I've been playing and also finished uh, Wolfenstein 2, uh, New Colossus that came out this year. Um, I think the game was a bit too hyped up for me before I started. Like everyone was like, oh, every, every single line of dialogue is like incredible and this game is like, bl will blow your mind basically. And I, I went in with slightly less expectations um, of thinking, okay, I, I'm not like... Like not, I wasn't pre-invested either. Um, I just sort of jumped in because it was a cool shooting game, and uh, a lot of people said it was pretty good. Um, it is a pretty good game. I do think it's quite good. Uh, I quite like the story, and the, the characters kind of grew on me towards the end. And that um, the gameplay is basically like if you want a video game uh, designed around like the Punisher type characters this is that game it's basically like um you fight these robots and these these humans and stuff and you get given like shotguns and you can just go in if you i played on the most easiest difficulty because i heard that it was even then like incredibly hard i died about three times within the whole length of the game and i almost died about three other times i think um and uh, so you can basically go in with like shotguns and you can pick up these like lasers and grenade launcher type things and you, you've got these massive like Iron Man type robots coming after you, ones that are a bit bulkier than, than Iron Man. Um, and they're like shooting their lasers at you but if you like go behind them and shoot them in the back with a shotgun they'll like blow up and then you can take their guns um, and then that's where you get like the lasers and stuff from. Um, and like you have like these weapon upgrades and stuff which are pretty cool uh it's not a, like call of duty in depth because i know on call of duty you can add quite a lot of different things to your gun but it's more on like the, the basic sense um there's like a firing range in the game which is kind of cool and um the other characters on your ship have like taken part so there's like the, the leaderboards and stuff um so uh, what else is there in the game to talk about uh the, the main characters are, are pretty cool um I, I got on with them eventually the one problem i had with the game was it was a bit too much like corridor shooting moving shooting moving type thing and that can get a bit repetitive quite quickly uh you do get given like different guns and um you get like th this robot machine that you get to, to take control of uh it's very like gung-ho type uh, type of a game like you just sort of smashing your way through these enemies uh not we're not really a game where you like it's not really like a horizon zero dawn or like a zelda where you'd stand around and you you'd look at the environment and stuff you're just there to just smash your way through these enemies um not not in a sense of like you're rushing through the game but in a sense of like that's the idea that you have a shotgun or you have a machine gun and you're just plowing through these enemies uh and i, f I found it quite fun um if, even if it did get a little bit repetitive, I, I just think they could have broken up those sections a bit more with maybe a little bit more cutscene in there, or some more cutscenes in there. Um, especially earlier in the game. Later in the game, it's not as much um, of a problem. Uh, but yeah, I, I did think it was it was pretty good. Uh, do you have any interest in playing it? Uh, maybe at some point. Not right now. I mean, I'm still trying to get through my backlog. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you come home from, regardless of who who you are, if you come home from work and you just want to like turn your brain off, um, apart from the cutscenes because they are quite meaningful, 
um, and just sort of smash your way through some enemies and just like blow stuff up. This is definitely along the line of those games because there's loads of like grenades and explosions and, and all that kind of stuff. Not on like a Michael Bay stupidness level, but on like a uh, this is fun kind of level. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, basically what I've been playing the entire week, but um, I have finished it. So, uh, the the other thing I did finish off, which was just a little bit before Wolfenstein, was the second episode of Life is Strange, which is a vast improvement over the, the first one. I felt like the first one was a bit like, okay, Life is Strange 1 was last year, or whenever it was, uh, and we're going to get you used to these mechanics again. Plus the fact that you're playing as um, Chloe and not Max this time, and she has, because then now you don't have your rewind abilities that you have in the first the first season, Um so it gives you this like talk back kind of thing because I guess Chloe is quite a sort of mouthy angsty teenage type character and a lot of characters that you come across like disagree with her like there's a bouncer that you have to get past and you use like her special thing of like arguing with people I guess um which is kind of interesting uh but at least they were able to replace the mechanic with something kind of cool and it wasn't just a dialogue story game uh, but the second episode was really, really good, and the third and final one is coming out um, in just a few days on the 19th, so I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, so that's about what we've been playing so far. Um, we're going to do our Game of the Years in a minute. Uh, we, don't, we don't know each other's like lists at all. Um, I think ours are going to be quite different, because I know we play some different games and stuff, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. But two things I want to do first is some housekeeping uh, to tell you what's happening at entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, so me and me and David did our review for the mid-season finale for The Walking Dead, which one of us was a little bit less happier than the other one about the events of the episode. Uh, if you want to know more, please watch the episode first and then check out the review. Um, I did my review for... Um, basically the, the xboxes 2017 and discussing how the xbox one x did and how the xbox did itself um i also did the same thing for nintendo and i'm gonna try and do the same for playstation this week i mean it would only make sense so um i did write a an article about like the best current handheld options and like comparing and, and contrasting them um and saying which ones i think are better and worse for whatever reasons uh, I haven't got a schedule for that yet, but that's going to be coming out over the coming weeks. As well as uh, the mini podcasts that I um, talked about before. I don't think I've mentioned them on this podcast, actually. Uh, basically, it's just like a 10, 15, 15, well, like a 10, 20 minutes uh, podcast doing like short reviews for, for certain things. So those are going to be coming out over the over the Christmas sort of period. Um, as well as some other stuff that I have planned that I can't quite remember, but I have them saved up and stuff. Um... What else was there that we did? Oh yeah, we did the mid-season finale reviews for the uh, CW superhero shows. And the week before we did uh, the Crisis on Earth X crossover. So that's that. Um, that's those shows sort of wrapped up until mid-January. And then we got like Black Lightning and stuff coming back. So that's going to be pretty cool. Which, by the way, Netflix has picked up over here. So that's going to be... It's going to be interesting schedule-wise how it all works out. Especially with the... Um, especially with Supergirl and uh, Legends basically swapping episodes or whatever's happening i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out eventually uh so that's basically what's happening on uh, entertainmenttalk.org um so do you have any kind of like whether it be good or bad any sort of highlights for the year things that you think you'll like take away from the gaming year of 2017 
Uh, well, definitely as a highlight, I would put the Nintendo Switch on there because that system, like I mentioned before, came out in March and has already managed to sell 10 million units worldwide, which in less than a year, it already outsold, uh, well, hell, like practically in the first couple, three months, it outsold the Wii U. Mm-hmm. What number so did the Wii that, do? I never could find any accurate numbers, and I'm mm. not 100% sure they ever put out like good numbers. Yeah, but That's along with the next time or something. Yeah, yeah. but along with the, like the really good sales numbers, you had a lot of third-party support coming on. Yeah, and so that's that's never a bad thing because then that you know makes people oh it's it's more than just a Nintendo uh, console. It's a console where you can play games that happens to be made by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially uh, that then sort of in, in, innovative like idea of the Switch having this hybrid handheld home console thing i think was a really cool idea so it was definitely a really risky idea because i mean handheld there's not really a whole lot of handheld market anymore i mean they had the 3ds which obviously they could sell but so many people just play games on their phone now that that's kind of become the handheld market yeah yeah um Uh, yeah i kind of i agree it's a great year for, for nintendo um, and I hope that they I hope they continue to get their third party support next year. So um, that there is out there somewhere. I've seen it a few times, but there's um, a picture that Nintendo put out with not like a specific calendar, but like this is roughly March. This is the rest of 2018, and this is this and that of basically the games coming out to the Switch. I don't have it to hand, unfortunately. Uh, but if you want to see sort of what's coming out on the Switch, uh, go and look for that image. I think if you if you type in on Google like Nintendo Switch 2018 or something, you'll you'll probably find it. Um, and it basically shows like their sort of timeline of what they're planning. And there's a lot of lot of cool stuff coming on the way. So, um, anything else? Well, that's really kind of the only big highlight. Everything else for me is kind of a low light. Okay. Um, I didn't. I mean, I played a lot of games this year. Obviously, I put the. Uh, the Xbox Year in Review on uh, the Entertainment Talk Facebook page, just because I found it kind of interesting. Yeah, that's like, what, what is that? That's like showing you your stats for the year or something? I see yeah, basically, if you go onto uh, the Xbox website, you can track it from there. Mm-hmm. I saw one person's photo, he had like, one game or something, <laughs> and everything else was like zero. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's been a really good year for the Xbox, like sarcastically or whatever. Um... And he posted that in Podcast Unlocked, which is, uh, <laughs> if you go in there and you take a stab at the Xbox, you're going you're gonna to get some responses. Um, yep. But I'll, I'll try and uh, find that and sort of fill that out or whatever. Or uh, you probably, Do you just like sign in and it just fills it out? Yeah, and, and stuff? you just sign in with your gamer tag and it automatically fills it all out. Cool, cool. Um, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, everything else with games, uh, I honestly don't have any specific memories. I mean... I remember being supremely disappointed with the storyline in Mass Effect Andromeda and never mm-hmm. really finishing it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't own a PS4 yet, so obviously Horizon Zero Dawn, which, you know, somebody said, I want that to be Game of the Year, I'd be like, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Sure, yeah. But having not played it, then, you know, I can't really call it my Game of the Year. Yeah. Um... And... Every other game that I've played really kind of falls into the category of like a drive through uh, restaurant burger. I mean, easily consumed and just as easily forgotten. Hmm. Okay. Any, like, 
bad memories, not necessarily for like you, but like maybe the EA stuff this year. Uh, well, I mean, the EA stuff was definitely bad for the people that it affected, but that's yeah. something that never really affected me because it's not a game that I ever played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't play, like, sports games. I don't play the MOBA-style, like, Battlefront kind of games. Mm-hmm. And so all that drama, I mean, it was definitely something that, you know, needed to be fixed, obviously, because you oh, don't yeah. want to have stuff like that becoming common mm-hmm. but it never really affected me on every level i mean uh kind of like with uh when we talked about destiny 2 and the changes that their uh dlc made to where it accidentally and i'm hopefully being air quoting here accidentally locked people out of content that didn't buy the uh, dlc mm-hmm. and that's obviously something that i can't find figure out a reason how that could have been missed in QR. Who knows, maybe you'd have to have been there to really to really see it, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's one of yeah. those things that you're never going to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say it was an accident, and they'll, they'll fix it, and obviously, you've got to take them at face value, but it's never going to be like... They're, it's, they're never going to come out and say, yeah, we did that on purpose to make people buy the DLC. Yeah. Even if they did do that, they're never going to say that. So. <laughs> or, they'll, or they'll come out with like a PR alternative. Um, yeah, one that sounds a bit better. Um, for me personally, like like we said, the Switch. I think I'm really happy about that. Um, and especially the fact that like Zelda and Mario are getting the recognition they 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 deserve. I mean, neither of us have played them, but we you know see that the people like them and it's got the recognition they deserve. So I'm happy for that. Um, there is one particular highlight, but I can't really talk about it too much. Otherwise, it will give away my game of the year. Um, and I don't want to do that yet before we get into our list. Uh, the EA stuff was just kind of interesting, like, just to see this mess and how it all happened and them trying to take advantage of Star Wars. Um, the Mass Effect thing with, which wasn't quite as bad, it was just, okay, this game wasn't quite done, maybe how it should have been, maybe it should have had more time, or some more polish or something, or just a bit better writing in certain places. Um... Kojima, I know it was kind of last year, but it's sort of following through to this year and the years ahead, like Kojima coming back with Death Stranding and with Norman Reedus and seeing them at the Game game Awards and stuff, that was really cool. Um, for me, like, having my first full year with, with the PlayStation 4 and seeing all the exclusives and the, su- the success there. Um, and even things that, like, I didn't care about as much, like the Xbox One X, people buying them and, and enjoying them, I'm, I'm very happy for that. Um, I mean, even though I do think Xbox has had a far worse year than PlayStation, I still am happy for the people that, I, I don't want them to, like, well, we say this, like, quite a few times, but we don't want them to, like, crumble or anything, I still want them to have the success of things that they are putting out and stuff. Uh, so like with the Xbox One X, because they they leaned on it kind of heavily for the success that it needed to be, um, and I think it worked in at least the people that enjoyed the console. So um, what else was there? Like yeah, just all the all the cool games that came out this year. Um, been very happy to play a lot of them. Um, do you think this was better or worse than last year for games? Uh, I think it's about on par. Yeah, I mean obviously you had the. Uh the Switch come out and do as impressive as it has done, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing with the Switch that was really cool is to, was to go to that 
event again that I stumbled upon <laughs> um and just to see the people enjoying it and seeing these like the these you know the, the younger audience and families and other people like that enjoying it and seeing people just be um not like crazy competitive but like nice competitive um mm-hmm. and just seeing that console be be the success it has was really nice um specifically because I was there in the booth and stuff and playing with these people that were really happy um so that was quite nice and seeing all like the the games that were available and like taking my pick of them and and that sort of thing um for it, it, for like a really personal highlight of the year that was that's quite high for me um especially as like I didn't even plan the I didn't even know it was happening I literally just walked into town and it, and it was there and I was like okay I had to do this so um I'll always remember that as well um anything else or should we do our should we jump into our game of the year choices yeah, go ahead. Let's jump into it. Cool. Uh, do you want me to go first, first or you? Yeah, you go ahead. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to start off. I, I've got a top five, but I'm going to do some honourable mentions as well. Uh, South Park, Frederick Butthole uh, is an honourable mention. It's a game that I really, really enjoyed. Just not quite as much as the other top five. Um, I didn't quite like the ending that much. I know it was very South Park-esque and stuff, but uh, the game surprised me more than, than what I thought it was, was going to. So that was that was quite nice as well. Um, and I like got on with it well, and I felt like I was at least good at the game. Um, I liked all the superhero references and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, Injustice Two again, fighting genre of games. I'm not really into those sort of things. I don't play like Tekken or Street Fighter or any of those sorts of things. Uh, but being tied to these superheroes and stuff, um. And just getting to fight as them and having a cool like CG story put in and have lots of different characters in there. That was really, really cool. Um, even if I wasn't as good at the game, it was as cool to, to play it in general. Uh, Walking Dead Season 3, um, I've actually got that as number 5. So, um, yeah, I'll mention that here. Uh, Walking Dead Season 3, just seeing the, the return of Clementine and seeing them attempt this new story and actually working. Even if there was a couple of things I had spoilery issues. Um, we did do the spoiler podcast. If you probably search for like The Walking Dead season three um, on the website, you'll you'll see that we we did it towards the end of one of our podcasts. So I know that we've talked about that. Um, but yeah, I, I remember the. I think it was either the third or the fourth episode that really stuck out to me. It had like stakes and consequences and meaningful characters dying and and all that kind of stuff. So that was really cool. Um, it's a shame that it's coming to an end next year, and I'm not sure why the decision is to do that, but maybe it's just they have a natural conclusion to the story that we don't know about yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, Resident Evil 7, I know I didn't really finish it, but uh, I'm going to go back to it one day. Um, but it got away from this, this silly, sort of over-the-top basically like action game that it was and went back to survival horror which was a, a quite a brave choice um but I, I enjoyed what i did play of it so far so um i'm happy with that um gravity rush 2 I, I only played the demo but i'm aware of like the the second one and stuff um and i did play some of the first and really really enjoyed it i quite like the uh, the main protagonist character and sort of the idea that you're like flying around and kicking people and, and that sort of thing um so those are my honourable mentions. Um, so I did put Walking Dead Season 3 at number 5. Uh, number 4 is going to be Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Sure, it didn't have Nathan Drake in it, but it didn't need to. 
Um, it was a spin-off story that wasn't about him, so it didn't it didn't need to have him in it. Um, I know there was a lot of concern of like, can they make this happen without Drake and without like Sully and everybody? Um, I like uh, Elena and those main characters. Um, but it was again like a Hollywood action third person shooting game. So, and again, it was a bit of like a the next chapter of Uncharted 4, but it was its its own thing. Uh, but I'd, I'd still recommend playing the first four before you go and uh, play this one. Um, Chloe and Nadine were great characters, very funny together, the chemistry was really good there. Um, and yeah, just overall a, a really good time. So uh, I, I quite enjoyed that. Number three is going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, the the one that I have second here, I, I, they're like pretty close together. Um, so I'll talk about the second one in a minute. But um, had a really good like pilot story to it, like you you know like pilot episodes set up things and and that kind of stuff. Um, this did that really well while still managing to like have a good story throughout the rest of the game. Uh, the gameplay was really fun and. It, it was interesting how, like, overwhelmed you can get really quickly and you only have a bow and arrow, but you still are able to, like, dodge out the way and shoot these, like, special bow and arrows and stuff. And if you learn, like, how to shoot the robots and that kind of thing, you can take them down pretty satisfyingly. Because um, I remember, like, having... I can't remember which arrows it was because there's, like, six different types. But I remember just shooting certain bows and arrows, certain arrows at robots and just seeing parts like fly off and then be really vulnerable and then you'd shoot fire at it and it would be quite satisfying from like a gameplay sense. Um, there's a lot of things that they could, uh, I, w- I won't say like correct, but a lot of there's a lot of potential there in, in the second one and I haven't played the um, Frozen Wilds yet, which I... I'm going to kind of assume it's just like a next chapter kind of thing, as opposed to like new mechanics. It might still have some new mechanics and stuff, but uh, I, I really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I know it didn't win Game of the Year, and a lot of people are comparing like Assassin's Creed and Zelda and Horizon. It's a fair comparison. They're all kind of like open world, uh, bow and arrow, exploring type games. Um, I don't think anybody's right or wrong in any situation. I think they're, they're so similar those kind of games that it's just a, a taste of uh, it's just a sense of like um w- whichever one you prefer really maybe um but you know i'm not gonna argue with you either way uh the second one no- number two on my list is going to be assassin's creed origins and i kind of alluded to it um but it was really the revival slash reboot depending on what ubisoft would tell you um of Assassin's Creed that desperately needed to happen, especially after like how bad Unity was and um, how the games were sort of, sort of just drifting off to not really being anything. Um, I know that might sound like kind of harsh, but it really needed a kind of revival and have some like new gameplay mechanics and stuff, which they managed to do. Um, so they introduced a lot of that stuff. Just have a fresh new character that. Hopefully they continue with. I wouldn't mind seeing that kind of Assassin's Creed Origins 2, 3, and 4 or whatever. I mean, they did it with um, Ezio and Altair. That was like the main um, the main story arc for most of the games until they did the other characters and that. So, um, yeah, really enjoyed Assassin's Creed. It was it was refreshing to play a, a new Assassin's Creed. Um, I think the year off did wonders for the game. Um, you can say what you will about the film. I didn't particularly enjoy it. Um... But yeah, it came back the way it needed to, and I think it deserves a lot of credit for that. So, um, 
Number one, if you hadn't guessed, uh, one of my big personal highlights for the year, uh, Crash Bandicoot the Insane Trilogy. And I, I know it's not a new game, but I don't care. <laughs> um, this game series means a lot to me. Um, it's a game that I grew up watching my sister and my dad play, and I finally got the opportunity to play it. And I didn't go, I didn't have to go back to PlayStation 1 or 2 and play the older versions. They were fully remastered from the ground up with, like... Uh, new animations and better better graphics and improved gameplay and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I remember just as the date was getting closer to Crash releasing, and I remember that Friday and that weekend just playing quite a bit of of the game and just enjoying it so much. Um, like, like I I knew the characters and some of the story and some of the levels. Like I had bits and pieces of this game in my mind, um, and it was cool to like. Um, you know, get like the the bazooka weapon that you get in the third one, um, and all, all the other stuff that you get with it with, with the third game, like the the sliding mechanic and the sort of tornado jump spin that you can do. Uh, seeing all the warp rooms again, um, and just just being able to do the game myself and being able to like try and get all the crystals and all the gems and that that all that sort of stuff, and just the satisfaction of either beating a time trial by like one second when you just jump through the portal and you see your time come up and crash comes out of the out of the warp thing and just throws the the gems and stuff up was incredibly satisfying and i know it was a really difficult game at points and i expected it to be sure it's going to be a a challenge but uh i thoroughly enjoyed it and i really hope that they're going to do another one um because sure i mean Cortex was defeated, but he can come back. It's a cartoon. Like, um, it's supposed to be fun in that sense, and not like a serious sort of of thing. But uh, and then they they you know they could come back with a with a fresh new level. So that's my best games of the year. The games that I really enjoyed. Uh, I did have a scroll through the games on Wikipedia this morning just to see if I like missed anything that I really remembered. Um, because, you know, recency bias is quite a sort of strong thing. You finish a game towards the end of the year and you think, okay, this is, like, the best thing I've played. So, um, yeah, just really happy to play Crash Bandicoot the year. this year. The game meant a lot to me. So, uh, what is your list this year? Uh, well, my list, as, you, my, as people that are, you know, were listening earlier probably figured out, I really don't have game of the year. I mean, there's definitely games that okay. I would understand that if people said that's the game of the year, I can completely understand that. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn obviously would be one of those games on the list. It's a brand new IP, but it definitely caught everybody's attention. It definitely uh, you know, got a lot of people playing it. Uh, same with uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild and uh, uh Mario Kart 8 and Super Mario Odyssey, those are all games that move systems, move consoles, or uh, granted either refreshes or reboots or continuations on other games, but they were enjoyable in their own right. Um, But past that, I mean, I don't know if it's just me personally, but nothing really stuck out. I mean, you talked about the ending for uh, South Park. I played the game, I beat the game, for the life of me, I cannot remember how the game ended, what the actual <laughs> ending ending was. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to remember what the ending was, I'd actually have to go on YouTube and watch the ending just to remember it, so. Mm. And I, I mean, think that, that was one of them games where I did kind of play it and finish it and I was done with it, 
but I do remember how much I enjoyed it in the middle, so that's why I put it on on this list. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoyed my time with South Park. It was a the first game kind of caught everybody by surprise, and the second game was definitely enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I do like a lot of the the jokes that Cartman made, and uh, <laughs> it it got kind of weird in a fun way at the end. But like I said, at the end of the day, I couldn't tell you what the actual ending ending was for the life of me outside of it just completely retconned the whole thing. Mm. I remember that part of it at least, but you know, past that, not really. Okay. Um, so is there any other games that you like want us to talk about or anything? Uh, I mean, we could talk about a lot of stuff. Um, there's yeah. the fact that, uh, you know, I, I never got around to finishing Andromeda and I doubt that I ever will. The story just kind of slogged on for so long and never really held any kind of interest for me. That was, a, was that was a game to me where like I only cared about the main story. I was like, I know this is like a hundred hour RPG, but I don't want to do these random like um, searching side quests where you have to go to a different planet and search with your big vehicle. I can't remember what it was called. The the car thing that you get, you have to search with that. I me- I remember attempting a side mission and it's saying like you have to scan this planet. And I was like, I just want to see like more of the story. So, um, I think that's on a lot of people's like disappointment list this year, especially considering how loved the original franchise is. Um, oh yeah, I was a huge fan of the original franchise. I I forget if I specifically mentioned it before, but I know I've talked about it. Um, I well, I owned a uh, Dreamcast, and then when uh, Xbox I came out, I owned an Xbox, but it, it was all right, but it wasn't like really really good. Yeah. And for a couple of games, I mean, some games were, like, really good, and some games were just, like, kind of, eh. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of on the fence of if I wanted to continue with Microsoft, uh, or if I wanted to bump over to PlayStation. Now, granted, this is long after the 360 had launched. I was kind of in that mind space of, well, 360 launched, do I want to get a 360, or do I want to try a PlayStation? And then I saw everything for Mass Effect 1 and how it was an Xbox exclusive, and I was just like, done and i bought the 360 specifically for mass effect one mm-hmm. and that's what kept me playing on the xbox platform and yeah, I, remember so the, go for- I remember the thing that got me into the 360 was my uh my friends at high school at the time like if you want if i wanted to play fifa and call of duty with these friends then i would have to get the 360 um of course there was a lot of people that had the uh, PS3, but most of my actual friends had the uh, the Xbox, so that's that's why I jumped over originally. Um, so what what else is that we could kind of talk about from this year? Um, I think maybe the thing that could be the issue is that um, unfortunately that you didn't have the PlayStation, so games like Horizon Zero Dawn and um, Uncharted wouldn't be on your list or wouldn't be like there for you because you you hadn't played them um uh did you play um have you played any like carpet or any of the xbox games this year uh no i mean at some point i do want to play cuphead i just don't have the time right now and i definitely don't have the money i'm really uh you know cash poor right now and that's okay. affecting a lot of it i mean hell i've got a hundred dollar gift card just sitting there doing nothing that I could go maybe get like a PlayStation, but I never, I don't have the other hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's already half paid for. So cool. Um, 
but yeah, I've I've enjoyed this this year of games. I think I do think while I do think this was a very very good year for games, and I'm not going to take anything away from it. I do think next year is like a step up, perhaps. Um, even though a lot of websites have got Last of Us listed for 2018, that game's not coming out in 2018. We'll we'll maybe see gameplay at E3, and I think we'll probably get a release um, in 2019. That that would be my guess. Like we, I I think we officially like see it next year at like E three and the the other uh, PlayStation things that they do, and then I think that we get a release the year after because I think this year is going to be like God of War, Spider Man, and all, all the ones that we talked about for uh, PSX. So I think that I think PlayStation's got like a fully booked schedule for next year. So they don't they don't need to rush out the Last of Us at all. So. Yeah, and I think depending on how the reviews come out, the Spider-Man game might be what bumps me over mm-hmm. to getting finally getting a PlayStation. Because, uh, like I've mentioned before, the uh, um, the Spider-Man Two on the PS2 was like a really good game, and they've been trying to replicate that for a while now. And whether they do or not, you never know. But uh, yeah, hopefully they can. Mm-hmm. One other game I wanted to give kind of a shout out that came out last year, but I played it this year was uh, Watch Dogs Two. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, but it doesn't quite qualify for Game of the Year this year. So, um, but that that that's kind of the thing is like there's there is so many games that come out and we're gonna miss a few of them, so we can't give them like Game of the Year and stuff or put them on our lists. So it's just it's kind of where the, where it is. Um, so I think that's the end of the episode. Um, we've chosen our, our, is there, so do you have, like, a game of the year for the year? Not really, no. Okay. I mean, nothing that I've personally played, I would, you know, put into that category just because, uh, I don't, unless I've actually played it, I wouldn't really feel, uh, good doing it. That's why I did the games that I think, you know, people would understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the last, uh, random gaming talk for, uh, 2017 i hope you enjoyed listening to all the podcasts this year of course because this is our regular sort of weekly one um because i know we do a lot of tv reviews and stuff but this is like you know the word tentpole like this is our tentpole sort of piece of content or like podcast i think it's the one that's been going the longest as well so uh thank you all for listening if you've maybe like listened since episode one or something or you jumped on at any other point thank you for listening thank you for, for choosing us and stuff this year um i'm very aware that episode 100 is right around the corner um i have been talking to people we do have plans for it we just need to sort of finalize everything the only thing i'm not sure about is if episode 100 is going to happen when it's come up to 100 or if it or if we're going to have to go to like 101 and then do episode 100 but it is um being planned and stuff so i'm i'm very aware of it of it happening uh, and I'm looking forward to it, some of the stuff that I've got planned and some of the people that I've been sort of talking to. I hope it's all going to come together nicely. If it doesn't, then we'll have to maybe rearrange it or something. But uh, I have the plans, we just need to make it happen. So, uh, But I'm really looking forward to that, some of the people that I've got uh, hoping to talk to. Um, and of course I don't want to give anything away, so uh, I'm looking forward to that next year. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening to us this year, and we will see you next year. Have a very nice Christmas, play lots of games, play as many as you can, uh, take advantage of a Christmas break, because, um, we all deserve a break, so, uh, take, take the Christmas break, enjoy your time with your friends and family, eat lots of Christmas food or whatever, uh, just have a good time, because we all, we all deserve one, so, 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next year. Goodbye. Goodbye.